We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Hey, what's going on, Wisconsin? It is indeed the Bill Michaels Show. Tim Allen in for Bill today. Uh, Joe Zenzola is here as uh, we get a little bit closer to some NFL playoff football over the weekend a lot to get to on that front uh aj hawk the former packers linebacker is going to be on the show a little bit later on today joe zenzola it's been a while since we've uh, chatted over the microphone how are you buddy i am good my friend it has been a while and uh i'm glad to be talking with you today it's uh it's one of those crazy thursdays it, it yeah well it's been a crazy <laughs> week i mean we Jeez. we we thought uh that 2020 was was goofy um, 2021 is getting a little bit of a head start on it. Although, uh, being the optimist that I am, there's good things on the horizon on, on all fronts. Absolutely. There are, no matter, no matter how bad it looks, folks, um, it, it is, it is going to be better. Uh, that's what we're all about being the optimist, being the direct, uh, kind of straight shooter and, and being honest. I mean, we are all built on that optimism we are and 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 challenges are going to be in front of us and and i've said this before joe and and i you know i've I've believed in this a lot i think craig council has solidified a a philosophy also and that is uh, you're going to have surprises you're going to have challenges along the way you just don't you don't know the definition of what they are yet You, you don't know what's going to be in front of you but just don't be so shocked by certain challenges yeah it's surprising you know, what's going on in uh, what went on in, in, in D.C., among other things, and the pandemic and all that. But, I mean, there will be better days. I can promise you that. So that's that's a good thing. And, and there are really good days for the Green Bay Packers coming up. And we'll talk about that confidence level of the Packers winning a Super Bowl this year. And, and you know, people say that you jinx them when you do this. And if you believe in those superstitions – uh, and, and I know a lot of baseball players are. A lot of baseball people are very superstitious about their craft. So in the sports world itself, I wish I had that much power, Joe, <laughs> to, to affect things. Uh, like some people, you know, blame broadcasters or blame their buddies. See, you're the one that said the other day that <clears throat> I am as confident in the Green Bay Packers taking this thing off the sheet as maybe I've ever been on just about anything in the world of sports. And and I'll tell you why later on throughout the show today. I'll give you some examples. And and it's not just, you know, being a um being a fan of Wisconsin sports. That that's not what it's all about. It is it is about what we're seeing in the NFL these days. And they look 
just they they look like they're peaking at the right time. They got the right situation in front of them. And you heard Mike Holmgren. We're going to hear more from the former Packer head coach, Mike Holmgren, a little bit later on in the show about needing that quarterback to, to really take it off the sheet and to win a Super Bowl. You really have to have that quarterback. And that would be an understatement when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And those of you listening, you know, to, to me over the years, you know I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I just think the dude is amazing. And learning a, a new system, a new playbook, different personnel, and, and we've griped, Joe, I know you have in the past, I certainly have, about not giving Rodgers um, some additional weapons, yep. name, namely that veteran receiver or two. I, I would have went you know, head over heels all in on two additional receivers, not just one. But he's doing all this without that. He just looks like he can't miss right now. It's just, it's just crazy good to see. It's crazy good to see. And when we just went through years ago with Brett Favre and then many years ago with, with Bart Starr, it's just you, you talk about guys in the zone, and he's in that zone. The numbers bear it out. The eye test bears that out. The results winning bears that out. So we'll talk about that uh, confidence level uh, as well. Get the perspective on the national scene uh, from Solomon Wilcots. He will uh, join us later on in the show as well uh, from Pro Football Focus and Sirius XM. So a lot to get to uh, on today's show, a Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I always start out the uh, show each time with our, our my infamous news and notes. Now, I'm really not sure, Joe, maybe you can give me some insight. Evan Heffelfinger is here as well. You, maybe you can give me some insight. So I, here at work, we all kind of give each other grief, if you will. We, we always rip on each other, like right? Like literally every day. Just about every day. It's a guy's locker room is really what it is. Yeah. And then it's okay. I and mean, it's all mostly, most times it's in good fun. Um, but when I talk about my news and notes, there's oftentimes <clears throat> uh, some a little chuckle, a little chortle here, <laughs> here and there. Do, do they like it or do, do they rip on it? I, I'm just curious behind the curtain there. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I, I don't think I can speak for everyone. I don't even think <clears> – like, I know this. Like, my dad enjoys the news and notes. Like, Frank listens all the time when you're filling in. and Frank he, and Pam, radio Frank, network. Yeah, they, they are listening. And I know my dad has enjoyed your little news and notes. It's it, not your news and notes. Oh, here see, comes, there you go. There's Bart Winkler, Bart Winkler. From, All right. from the flagship here. 1250 get, get uh, on the, the fan mic. in Let's Milwaukee. Go. Let's go. Come on. Get on the mic. Bart, news and notes. Yeah. Can, news and notes. <laughs> can I get to oh, the bottom of this with, with him? He He's one of the culprits. I can't figure out whether you like the little tidbits and news and notes around the sports world at all. Tim, I'm serious. I love news and notes. See, you say that with that, <laughs> that get to smile it. on Let's your go. face. Do them. Well, it's just come on. Okay, I'll give you one. Let he me, likes let me news just, and notes. Yeah, I, I don't think I think he does it to rip on it. I do, and and that's okay. You don't have to like it. Um, okay, here's one for you right here. Russia, Russia banned from using its flag and name at the next two Olympics. They're banned from using their name, flag, and anthem at the next two Olympics. 
or at any world championships for the next two years. The core of arbitration uh, sports ruled that it blocked Russia from hosting major sporting events. Okay, we're all good. They were doping, right? Russian athletes and teams will, here's the kicker, will still be allowed to compete at next year's Tokyo Olympics and the 2022 Winter Games in Beijing, as well as the World Cup in 2022. Dang, that's insane. But don't you find that interesting that you can't use, so they can't wear their colors but they, they can compete. Where do we say they're from then? CCCP. It's just see now. There's a news and note that just makes you go, hmm. Well, they're letting look, them hey, compete. You know why I love news and notes? And I'm not. I'm. I think you think I'm joking with you. I do think. I do think that. That's a big story. When else is that ever going to get talked about? Never. Because well, we're going to break down. You know. I broke down on my morning show today. I broke down Rogers touchdown to Dominique Daphne for two hours. <laughs> so, I should be talking about Russia for twelve seconds. Yes, a little tidbit. I'm not kidding. I I, I I am pleading with you. I am on bended knee. I love news and notes, and I love that you do it despite everyone else hating it. Oh boy, see that's not now we're getting to the bottom of it right there. That's no, I all. love it. Okay, you you might. But I still don't think you do. No. <laughs> can, can I continue? Yeah. Okay. Kevin Stefanski is out as the uh, Cleveland Browns head coach for their Sunday night playoff matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, COVID. So is that a news and note that you would give a, 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 a thumbs up to? I got a news and note. Okay. Markel Fultz. Magic. Out for the season. Torres left ACL, former number one overall pick with the Sixers. That is a good news and note. Just for got sure. traded, turning things around. Chiefs enter the playoffs as the favorite to win the Super Bowl. As confident as I am about, and, and others are, about the Green Bay Packers, they come in as the favorite. Uh, according to uh, a lot of Super Bowl, a uh, lot of Super Bowl wagering sites, plus one ninety to win the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs, whereas Green Bay Packers plus 450. A little bit of a difference there, Bart. That is. That's a good news and note. I got another one. I got another one. Shoot. Uh, Tommy John. I heard about this, yes. Who should be so thankful to the medical industry. He has a surgery that was so rare it's named after him. Mm Mm-hmm. He is in the hospital with COVID. That is unfortunate, and we wish him the best. And that's he a, that's says a news it's not real. And some people say what? What's your news and note? <laughs> okay, we're going back and forth here. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence uh, declares for the NFL draft. I don't think there's a surprise there, as uh, Jacksonville has got their sights set on uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's going to equate to uh, a good one in the NFL, that's for sure. And, and everyone projects that out. You got one? Yeah, the NHL looking to make some money during this pandemic season. I see you're stealing one of mine, but I like this. They are not only allowing advertisements on the helmets, but they have sponsored the names of the divisions. 
And if you have those names, that would be great because I am looking this up on the fly. Two of them. Honda is one. Discover is another. You've got the Honda West Division, Scotia North, Mm -hmm. Discover Central, and Mass Mutual East. Okay. Now, could you imagine in in baseball here if the Brewers suddenly are in the Bud Light Seltzer Central? Oh, we would have a meltdown. Yeah, I could see it coming. We would have a meltdown. The Bucks put a little Harley patch on, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's dumb." And then no one cared. And then, but in hockey, they're renaming divisions, and like nobody cares. Everything's for sale, Bart. In these times, for sure. Now you got to recoup some money. Now I changed my name. Bart Bud Seltzer Winkler. No, uh, Bart Mitsubishi. Okay, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very creative. Thank you. Uh, Chan Gailey, Dolphins uh, offensive coordinator, resigns uh, just a day after their head coach says all of our si- assistant coaching staff is going to return. Interesting here, the Miami Dolphins now uh, will have coming up, their next OC will be their third in three years for the Miami Dolphins. So someone's got to get a grip on Tua. I'm tapped out. Oh, you you are okay. You out news and noted me. You won again this time, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> That's right. It's a news and note off here on the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Bart, I, I had fun here. This was good. So you can go on hating the news and notes. I'm going to continue. I don't have any more. Okay, I do. You're doing another you segment can... of news and notes. I yeah, I'm going to have to get to it. Oh my! Yeah, God. we are up against the break, so we will do that. We're up. Oh, we're up against it. Uh, you you like to gamble. A lot of people like to gamble. Where does the gambling number go to? Where is it projected to get to? How much money does gambling make? How much money do we wager? It's a huge number, and we'll have that for you coming up. Big show today. AJ Hawk, uh, among others, on the show today. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press Gazette, and more. It's, uh, Tim Allen, Joe Zenzola, and there Bart Winkler. Uh, all of us here on today's edition of The Bill Michaels Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Don't get them girls loose. TJR. Don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. Loose. Mr. Worldwide. But I do, I do. You don't get them girls loose. loose. You don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. Loose. But I do, I do. <laughs> I think y'all having a good time out there. Yeah, welcome back. It's the Bill Michaels Show, a Thursday edition. What's going on, Wisconsin? Well, we're putting a dent into the big 90 days of winter. I can tell you that. Some of you, especially in the uh, northern regions of our network here, I-, I think some of you really enjoy the wintertime, and that's cool. I think we all like it around the holidays, but I call it the big 90 days, December. January and February, we're approaching the uh, halftime mark of getting through uh, what some people think is a wintry nightmare from hell, but I, I, the winter hasn't been all that bad this year, uh, honestly. Just a couple of snowfalls, and maybe it's uh, affected some ice fishing or hunting a little bit more than my knowledge would, uh, would give, but getting through the winter time and getting back to some uh, springtime and outdoor activity that hopefully... And we're assuming will be 
a lot different than 2020. Uh, it's Summerfest in the Milwaukee area, a lot of the uh, outdoor activities and festivals throughout the state. Yeah, looking looking forward to that. Joe, you did uh, some time ago. Uh, I I want to say it was on this show. Uh, some of the uh, better Wisconsin uh, tourist or vacation destinations. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Uh, what in the summer? This past summer? Yeah. And and man, how different they were this summer. Could you, can you imagine? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. Well, and that's you, you, a, th- a lot of people were not going to get on an airplane this year. And I hope, I really hope that people found a way this summer and even into the fall, too, that, you know, just find some kind of getaway in the state where you can reset your brain and just refresh yourself a little bit. Because we all we all needed it. We all needed it. Just the touring of Wisconsin. I mean, uh, I don't have extensive. I've, I've gone deer hunting one time. Uh, 45 minutes in the woods, and that was it for the weekend. Um, <laughs> it's too cold. Uh, yeah, kind of a kind of a wuss that way. Uh, lacrosse, I've done a lot of partying. Uh, Green Bay, been to many events there, mainly baseball events with my son. Uh, lived, went to school in Madison, so been around a little bit, but not some of the outdoor activities that uh, that you guys do. Um, so I, I feel for you if you're missing out on that. We'll continue our news and notes as uh, we'll get into uh, some Green Bay Packer conversation coming up in just a little while. And what would it be with uh, Bill Michael's show without talking a little bit of Brewers baseball as well? So quiet on the home front for the Milwaukee Brewers. That's not unlike other teams, guys. Uh, by the way, news and notes uh, is brought to you by Evan Heffelfinger and Sam Schmitz, attorneys at law. Uh, no, they they dipped in while while you were out of the room, Joe. Yeah, and they they did confirm that they enjoy news and notes also. Very good. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, we'll continue that wagering projections are out, and they're saying three billion dollars in wagering in 2021, as much as 10 billion in the next five years, Joe. Now there's a there's a, a couple of companies out there that. I don't want to bore you with with all the details, but a couple of companies that will project the wagering um, in in uh, terms of U.S. sports wagering. Ten billion dollars in the next five years, in large part due to the fact that by the end of this year, right around half of all the states in the United States will have some form of legalized sports betting. Just amazing. That's big money, guys. Uh, Texans did hire a G, uh, general manager. Their GM comes from the New England Patriots organization. Nick Casario will be their GM, uh, 45 years old. He was the player personnel director since 2008 in New England. Uh, Milwaukee Admirals have decided to opt out of this year's AHL season. That is unfortunate. And again, we t- we're going to talk about Brewers baseball and as an organization, how financially um, you know, affected by all of this they are, a lot like other businesses. So we'll get to that, but uh, admirals uh, bowing out, opting out. Six head coaching jobs open at the moment in the NFL, just to keep you updated on this. Six positions opened. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets, and Detroit Lions. I hope Bevel 
actually gets that gig in Detroit. We'll uh, we'll wait and find out. Uh, Heisman Trophy, Devontae Smith, the wide receiver from Alabama, he wins it. First wide receiver to win the Heisman in 29 years. That's going to change, guys, because we're seeing football change to the offense just bites out, at least in the NFL. And really, college uh, scoring is up as well. But 29 years it's been, he joins, he's one of only four to ever win the Heisman as a wide receiver. He joins Tim Brown, Desmond Howard, and Johnny Rogers in that category. Leroy Butler and Charles Woodson, finalists in the final 15 for the Hall of Fame. Our buddy, Leroy Butler, I, my fingers are so crossed for him, Joe. I know we, we worked with him for years uh, in, in the building in Milwaukee, and we're always, uh, you know, the ambassador to get him in the Hall of Fame. And if, if I could do any more, I would. Yep. There's, there's no doubt. But it is cool working with Leroy Butler, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I said this yesterday when I was filling in. Like, the, I, I know for a fact he's going to get in at some point. Um, and, and this year's class is just so impressive. And it's it, it just makes things that much tougher. If there's anything, though, that would make me very upset, Tim, is if John Lynch gets in before Leroy. Me too. That's the one. That's the one name I I looked at and pointed at right there. If he gets in, come on, and Leroy doesn't. Yeah, that's that's a shame. I did uh, email Leroy Butler and <laughs> and did say I always give him grief about for whatever reason about covering Jay Novacek in the middle there <laughs> with the uh, Packers go, going at it. In fact, I left a Jay Novacek football card at his workstation. <laughs> at his workstation. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, it was actually a Packer uh, player. It was one of those action shots at a Packer, and you can't tell who it was. So it was it was a, just a double whammy for him. But I, I emailed him, congrats, and he deserves this. And um, you know, you you deserve this, and, and we're all rooting for you. Um, but still, Jay Novacek, and then I put dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just emailed back and said, stop it, Tim. Stop it. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks did play a basketball game last night. They beat the Detroit Pistons again, 125-115. That score was 82-59 at the half. That's about what time you and I talked about the show uh, for today, Joe. They're running away with this thing. Giannis, 25. Middleton, 23 points. Uh, Lopez, 17. Portis, 16 Bucks are now five and three on the season, still trying to figure things out just a little bit. Uh, they've now beat the Detroit Pistons nine consecutive regular season games. Uh, Bucks will play again on Friday night against the Utah Jazz. Uh, there are uh, your news and notes for today. It is National Bobblehead Day. Not really into the bobbleheads anymore, uh, Joe. Uh, as we uh, as we approach Solomon Wilcox, he will join us in just a minute or two. Yeah, right? he will join us coming up okay. next. But what do you mean okay. you're not into bobbleheads anymore? You have like a million well, bobbleheads that you've collected over the years. You should see Tim's bobblehead collection. A ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. And, and in fact, uh, in one of the spare bedrooms, uh, we put up a shelf that circles all four four walls toward the top toward the ceiling Jeez. and it's just it, it's a shelf that just jets out like four inches so it's it's just all around the perimeter at the top so you line them all up there's like i don't know we had 140 or 50 of them 
up there. Now, some are worth some money, and the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame, I believe, is in Milwaukee. And and I didn't know this. You talk about news and notes, and I read all sorts of things every day. I, I didn't realize it was the National Bobble it was Bobble National Bobblehead Day until I was listening to Bart this morning in Milwaukee. And had I known that, we would have gotten a uh, rep on from the Bobblehead Hall of Fame uh, here in Milwaukee. But uh, not to be that that's okay. We'll get them on sometime down the line. But uh, the bobbles, what do you do with them? And it's a serious question. What do you do with them? Now you're not going to go out and Okay, say a Tracy McGrady, which we own. Tracy McGrady bobblehead. Okay? Of course you own a Tracy McGrady bobblehead. No knock on Tracy McGrady. I I don't. He's a fine young man, I'm sure. But I'm sorry, your bobblehead doesn't get displayed anymore. Okay? Now, there are some that are worth some cash, for sure. In fact, uh, a lot of brewers' uh, bobbleheads are worth some money. Uh, the Bill Hall bobblehead uh, with a, uh, I, I guess it's a track jacket one or the pink bat, I don't know, which I, I'm out of the loop now. It's worth some money. Uh, the Ryan Braun, the, the home run with the audio right in the Euchre's, the Euchre call in there, that's worth some money. So I don't know what to do with them. Maybe it's a conversation we'll have down the line. I mean, it's as much the same we talk about your old common baseball and football cards. What do you do with them? Uh, you throw them away, that's a little harsh. <laughs> that's good stuff right there, but not to be displayed. So uh, if you're a bobblehead collector, today's your day. Happy National Bobblehead Day. NFL Super Wild Card Weekend is upon us. The Packers will not play, as you guys know. So um, we'll get we'll get some of the breakdown of the matchups and what the national perspective is on the Green Bay Packers and my assumption that they will win the Super Bowl this year, Solomon Wilcox, uh, Sirius XM, and Pro Football Focus. He joins us next. Tim Allen, Joe Zenzola, in for Bill today. It's the Bill Michaels Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Yeah, welcome back, guys. It is the Bill Michaels Show, a Thursday edition. I uh, Tim Allen in for Bill today. I, I thought I was unemployed for a while there throughout the holidays and without Brewers baseball. Normally, I would be, uh, you know, talking talking some Brewers baseball. I'm looking forward to that, too, handling postgame duties in Milwaukee, postgame show, talking Brewers baseball with you for now going into my 16th year. 16 years at one radio job, I had to be uh, buying some lottery tickets because that is extremely rare. Let's talk football right now, though. Super Wild Card Weekend is coming up uh, starting on Saturday, three games. Sunday, an additional three games as expanded playoffs are here. And here to talk about that, Solomon Wilcox, uh, Sirius XM, and Pro Football Focus. Solomon, thanks for the time. Good to talk to you again. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me, and uh, great to be on with you. Yeah, all right. So uh, we'll get to the Green Bay Packers here in in just a second. But um, 
I, I do want to get your thoughts on these expanded playoffs. S- strange times, strange things. It's a little different for the NFL. Do you uh, do you sign on for this thing, the expanded playoffs, an additional team in? Oh, absolutely. I mean, hey, listen, you and I both know this is one step towards bigger goals, and we can find ourselves in a larger league with expansion down the road. But, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, this is a great weekend. Um, as we head into the wild card weekend, um, you know, one team, the number one seed gets a bye, all the other six in each conference go at it. I call it a uh, double, triple header. We got, you know, three teams, three games, I should say, on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Um, I just absolutely love it, and I think it's going to be great for the fans. What the NFL has done with some of their, their changes, and, and one of the – I mean, they expanded here, as, as we've discussed, but rule changes and, and things like that. One of the things that I really enjoy is that they didn't, they didn't have a problem admitting they made a mistake with the pass interference replay thing. I was very impressed with that, and it told me a lot about the NFL, Solomon. Oh, well, you know, I've known this for years, that they're about growth, they're about improving the product, and you don't. Um, you're not going to improve the product if you're not willing to take chances and move the needle. And sometimes you can move it maybe at the wrong time or maybe you move it too far. But if you don't move it at all, we know it won't get better. And so I, I think it's okay to admit that you made some mistakes like you saw a few years ago with, you know, you just would breathe on a quarterback, right? And I remember them calling a Clay Matthews Jr. for a penalty that cost him a game. You know, I, you just can't do that. And I remember the midseason correcting it. They didn't wait for the offseason to correct it. It was midseason. And they went to the official saying, listen, no, we can't be doing this. We're taking away competitive edge. And, and they addressed it. So um, I've always been, you know, known them for being progressive enough to try to improve the game, but also understanding when they've gone too far and looking to correct the mistake immediately. Solomon, what – what team here is the the one to beat outside of Kansas City and Green Bay? The two the two teams that are just awaiting their 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 opponent for next weekend. I take a look at a a team like the Buffalo Bills coming in scorching hot. Josh Allen takes a huge leap. I was doing a little investigating on Josh Allen Solomon, and back in high school, completion percentage of forty nine percent. He gets to Wyoming and then uh, goes to 56%. Not very impressive, honestly, uh, at those levels. Then you get into his third season here in the NFL, 69%. He is something short of amazing right now. I would be careful in that AFC, if, if I were the rest of them, about the Buffalo Bills. Your thoughts? Well, the Bills have won nine of their last ten games, the only game they lost in that stretch is the Hale Murray game to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, a game that Josh Allen led him down the field for the game-winning touchdown, and, and then it took in Hale Murray to undo that. Other than that, they would have won 10 in a row to finish off the regular season. Over that 10-game stretch, they averaged almost 35 points per game. So, and the defense has gotten better with the likes of Tremont Edmonds coming back, um, you know, Mike Miliano's back in the lineup. So the defense is playing better during the last month of the season than they did at any point during the season, much like the defense that Sean McDermott built over the last two to three years. And so he built it with the defense first, found his quarterback in Josh Allen, and to your point, 
we I don't know that we've ever seen a quarterback improve in terms of the accuracy and ball control, I think is a better word for it, because he's got complete command, complete control, and Brian Dayball gives him complete command of this offense where he's making changes at the line of scrimmage. He's getting them into the right plays, and that's why they're able to leverage that knowledge and his ball control and accuracy to put more points on the board. They, to me, they are a juggernaut of a team entering the postseason. But I think you've got to pay attention to the Baltimore Ravens. They're angry. they got their swagger back. I think you've got to watch them. If the Rams had quarterback play, I can tell you right now, their defense is good enough to win a championship. Right now, I'm questioning even Jared Goff. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I don't care who it is. Right now, they don't have the quarterback play that's good enough. So for me, the next best thing on the NFC side to challenge uh, Green Bay is going to either have to come from Seattle or from Tom Brady and the Bucks. And and you look at the Saints also, and and I can't discount Sean Payton and Drew Brees and their experience. At what point does does that go by the boards? Because the league is getting younger, and you know, much like radio, us dinosaurs, they want to move us out all the time. But yeah. um, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, at some point, you have to respect that. Is that good enough to get on the deeper run for the Saints? I, I'm just, you know, if say like if they were a company, would you be buying or, or selling stock? Or would you just hold it, right? You're probably in a hold pattern because of Drew Brees, right? But this is a team that if they lose, for instance, uh, this weekend to the Bears, they will have lost a home game in the playoffs for three years in a row. Not just three years in a row got kicked out after winning four straight division titles. I mean, losing at home to the Rams at the end of 2018. Losing at home to the Vikings at the end of 2019. Now the Bears are coming in there. And so this is a team that doesn't play great in cold weather. They're going to have to go through Lambeau and not just play Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but old man Winter has a way of having his say against dome teams, right, at this time of year. So that's why you didn't hear me mention uh, New Orleans Saints, because even if they were hosting at home with with a crowd that would give them home field advantage over the last two years, that hasn't proven to work for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Yeah, that that leads me with Solomon Wilcott's Pro Football Focus, Sirius XM, to the Green Bay Packers. Solomon, I, 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 uh, I've, I've always been accused of, oh, you jinxed it, and uh, you shouldn't have been talking like that, and don't mention that because you're going to jinx them. The Green Bay Packers, and, and especially and namely Aaron Rodgers and their head coach, they are two of the most confident individuals I've seen in, in the NFL in quite some time. It is Truly amazing to watch Aaron Rodgers play football right now. Do you see it that way from the national side? Well, yeah. I, I mean, listen, they're I mean, they're they're wonderful in terms of what they bring to our league. The amount of uh, it's, it's must see T must see TV. Excuse me. If any one of them are playing on television in prime time, it's what you want in a Super Bowl. Is what you want and big-time games because both guys have the ability to deliver, you know, from a coach-quarterback relationships in terms of what's, what, what they have working right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's what we all should hope for in all 32 markets, except you, you're not going to get that. And, oh, by the way, if the fans are giving you a hard time saying you jinx something, all you have to do is respond and say, I wish I had that kind of power. 
because That's I would, exactly I would be using what I my do. powers for greater good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. There'd be a lot of solutions thrown out there for sure, especially what's going on these days. We'll have some fun here just a little bit. I was thinking about this uh, uh, over the weekend here. I call them, we always talk about the NBA's big three. What about the NFL's big three? You know, for example, like a, um, a Troy, an Emmett, and a Michael. You know, the, the triplets down there in Dallas. What about, you know, like a Roger Craig and a Rice and a Montana? Um, you could go uh, Terry Bradshaw and Franco Harris and Lynn Swan. We're starting to see the t- at least the talent level, maybe not the longevity with an Aaron Jones, but if you look at the longevity of a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, now spike in an Aaron Jones a little bit because Jones is pretty damn good where do they rank a little bit in general uh, on your big three? And are there other big threes for you that maybe, maybe it was uh, Larry Zonka and, you know, Bob Greasy and who was catching passes down there from Miami? I don't know, Warfield or someone. Um, do you have a big three in mind that, that, that is pretty damn impressive? Well, I, the game has changed a lot, Tim. And then, you know, if you, if you're talking big three, what you're talking about is, you know, the the division of labor. Who are the top three most productive guys in the offense is helping to move the ball down the field and get it into the end zone on a consistent basis, down in and down out, game in and game out from year to year. And so you take a look at, say, the Kansas City Chiefs. That triplet is different. It's, it's Mahomes, it's, uh, it's Travis Kelsey, it's Tyreek Hill. Tight ends factor in it. Uh, Brady was part of that. It was Brady. It was Gronk. It was Julian Edelman. You the running back thing is not – I'm not here to diminish running backs. I think Matt LaFleur has has been very smart. I love their second-round pick. When they made that move to get A.J. Dillon, I knew what he was going after because he wanted to mimic what he, what he learned from the Shanahan's and what the 49ers did last year with their trio of running backs. They're, a lot of teams have gone away from a one-back system and moved to a three-back system. This ensures that – you're always going to have at least one guy healthy. Um, why pay one guy all that money and try to get the production out of one guy when you don't know if he's going to be healthy from week to week when you can divide up that labor amongst three guys, uh, Raheem Mostert, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman, all three combined for the Niners last year, had the same equal production running and catching the ball as Christian McCaffrey did in, um, in Carolina. Now, now, Christian had carried that workload a year ago, but now he's not healthy. And that's, that's what we find. That's what the data supports, that when you put that workload on one guy, he might get through the one year, but trying to bounce back and have another year and have that yep. same production, it's unstable. You can't count on it. And so right now, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, it's clearly Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and then the trio of running backs, like you saw week 16. It was A.J. Dillon breaking off the 41-yarder for a long run for a touchdown. One week it might be Aaron Jones. Another week it might be Jamal Williams. So it's it's the quarterback, it's Devontae Adams, and it's the trio of running backs. It's the running back by committee that helps you to lead to a greater certainty of production from week to week because at least one of the three is going to be healthy. Yeah, that is a great point. I hadn't thought. I just always thought that the big three was running back, quarterback, and wide receiver. Super quick here. 
Uh, Ron Rivera uh, finds himself in the playoffs again. You, t- you talk about the running back by committee, and I think he started this whole two-headed monster thing and really ruined the world of fantasy football players because he had D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, and that, and that was that. I'm afraid that might be coming at the quarterback position, maybe. Maybe, because we saw him do a little shuffle there within game. We see down in Miami, Fitzpatrick and Tua, and that might be temporary. Really quick, do you ever see that happening in the NFL, the two-headed monster at quarterback? I think it's all temporary. You only can get away with it in a short dose. And that's because you're a good coach, and you're convincing players to give up maybe individual stuff for the greater good. But it's only temporary. The rhythm and tempo – that works for the certain quarterback and not to mention the ego, right? Um, that that's going to be that division of labor is going to rest with one person who has to emerge as a leader, but you got to do what you have to do for the moment just to get by. Yep. No doubt. Solomon Wilcox, pro football focus and serious XM Solomon, always a pleasure, man. Nice talking football with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Keep up the great work. Take care. All right, you got it. There he is on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring right now, 844 Pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. Oh, I love it. All right, we'll, we'll continue next. Tim Allen, Joe Zenzola in for Bill today. It's the Bill Michaels Show. All right, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Bill Michaels Show, Tim Allen in for Bill today. Defense, it needs to be the name of the game. That puts the pack over the top. Packers defensive coordinator Mike Pettin and his comments are next here on the Bill Michaels Show. And wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.